0: Podcast for
1: those who suffer, which is everyone.
0: It's a space where we can speak honestly about what it feels like to be in desolate places without losing hope. Welcome to In the Thicket.
1: Welcome back, friends, to episode four of our Lenten series. Thanks for joining us along the way so far. And today is our second episode on fasting. And we're going to actually talk about something from St. Ignatius. It's called The First Principle and Foundation. And he basically is telling us that we have a purpose for our life, and that's to praise and reverence and serve God. And that the things that we use in this life can either add to or detract from that ultimate purpose. And so we're talking about that in light of fasting and our own practices of fasting. We hope it's helpful for you.
0: God bless. Okay, welcome back to our fasting series on in the thicket. Mm-hmm. Um if you if you just are joining us and this is your first episode, I mean you can listen. It's up to you. You have free will. It's great. But we also would recommend <laughs> that you go back one week and listen to the kind of companion episode um to this about fasting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um yeah. But anyway, I am Nicole and I'm here with I'm Erin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rachel.
0: Like we don't
2: have like a specific other, like- order. <laughs> I just thought we were going the order we did last time. So, yeah. which works, which is good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're <just kidding> um, <laughs> Also, I'm
2: pouring water from this like bottle of water into my mm-hmm. mug. Uh-huh. because The bottle of water is really ugly. And the mug is, is also it's not- Just trendy, for like aesthetic purposes.
0: Fine. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So mm-hmm. that's good. It'll taste better in the Lion King mug. Yeah, that's right. So. And I'm putting there lotion you know. on my
1: hands, realizing I'm doing it by my mic. Can you hear it if I'm like-
2: well, only no, when you hit really the mic. just when you hit the mic, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like ASMR edition of
0: In the Thick. Podcast a really bad one. hand lotion. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, okay, so we're talking about fasting. Um, we've been going through a little mini-series this Lent talking about prayer, talking about fasting and talking about um, almsgiving. giving. So we're in fasting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we talked about just our experiences of fasting this Lent and what that means in terms of the meaning of fasting and why we fast. Yeah. So we want to dig a little bit deeper into that this week, um, with some of the writings of St. Ignatius. So I'm going to start and we'll read, read this quote. Um, for those of you who might not be familiar, St. Ignatius was, a, he was a soldier who lived in the 1500s I think right 16th think century so. yeah mm-hmm. um and then he <clears throat> he was wounded and had a conversion experience and through that experience kind of no, like noticed that the things of god like spiritual reading um moved him in a different way than just kind of
1: romance other average novels. books romance yeah. novels right
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and and through that he developed this whole way of like learning how to discern and mm-hmm. kind of tease apart are are the movements of our own hearts and how that shows us how God is leading in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so here's a quote that he has that, that we think is really helpful when it comes to discerning what to fast. Um, So it's God created human beings to praise reverence and serve God. And by doing this to save their souls, God created all other things on the face of the earth to help fulfill this purpose. From this, it follows that we are to use the things of this world only to the extent that they are that, that they help us to, to this end. Um, and we ought to rid ourselves of the things in this world to the extent that they get in the way of this end, which is to serve God and to love God. Um, and so, you know, maybe, maybe you're already kind of, you know, we're already a few weeks into Lent and maybe you've got your fasting down and this is just going to be helpful to kind of think about, yeah, why am I doing this fast? And, and is it helping me? And, and, or maybe you had, you know, we've probably all had Lent's like this where it suddenly hits you a few weeks into Lent that you're like, oh, it's Lent. The fast. Like, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: the yeah, fast, totally.
0: okay. Yeah. What should I, what should I do? You know, and maybe this can be helpful for you to, um, kind of discern that. So yeah. So when it comes to fasting, you know, the church has like specific guidelines of what to do on certain days, like Ash Wednesday or Good Friday, or um in the Byzantine right. there is Forgiveness Monday. It's also called something else too, um, and, and other days, as well as abstinence, so not eating meat certain days, um, and generally giving something up. But we're it's also to our discernment, right? We're each trying to discern how what is this fast um oh, what not not what purpose does it serve for us, but kind of what purpose does it serve for us in that mm. we our aim is to serve God. Right. Um, how is it helping us or or hindering mm. us? So last week, we talked about kind of what we're all giving up for Lent. but I wonder, um if we're going to start with, I think Rachel, if you can share maybe some examples of of Lent when you fasted in a way that maybe wasn't the typical fast, but was helping you towards this end of of serving God properly. Yeah. yeah, Using things to the end of, of serving God. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I think I've mentioned this before, but like, I love YouTube videos and, you know, show TV shows and like just watching TV and, and for me, when I went to university, like when I was a kid, my parents, you know, obviously they like regulated that pretty strictly and stuff like that. But like, I mean, they were, they were, they weren't like crazy strict, but like, yeah, I wasn't like, crazy, you know, I had discipline in my life because of my parents right? Um, in that area of my life. But when I went to university, I remember now this is because I'm, you know, uh, like in my thirties. So people in their thirties would know what this is, but essentially like there was, we didn't have when I was in my undergrad, there was no Netflix or streaming services mm-hmm. or whatever. But campuses often had, and it was illegal, illegal file sharing um, oh, like. Yeah. Um, oh, illegal right. file sharing. yeah. so I think ours I was at Western, which is in Ontario, um Western University of Western Ontario. I think it was called DC plus plus. I think it was
1: called. <laughs> it was really
2: funny. And you could like, so if you were on the, if you were on campus, you were on the university server, you just logged in and you had access to all these shows. Like it was, cra- and at the time it was crazy because that's not a thing. Like it just didn't exist. It was like on demand
1: yeah. television
2: whenever you wanted it. And I right. like, that was not a thing that I had. so I was like, I loved it. I watched like, I binged watched so much television in my first year of university. And that was really bad because then now I was like in the habit of like, you know, oh, I'm just relaxing. I'll watch TV. Oh, I'm like doing something and like always watching TV. So that was not a good habit. And like, I didn't have that file sharing system later on but still the sort of tendency to like go watch YouTube or like zone out using TV was like definitely kind of more a part of my life after that year. And in my fourth year of university, I was like, I got to really like do something about that. Like, this is not a healthy thing. So over Lent, like, so, so when I study, I would, I I'll take breaks and sometimes I'll watch a YouTube video or, or do something mentally to sort of just take a break. Um, and that Lent I decided, okay, I don't think I'm going to be able to just stop watching TV completely. I don't think that I have, that's, really a realistic goal for me. So what I did was I just subbed in like anytime I want to watch YouTube videos or anything like that, it has to be something that's going to help me get closer to God. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: at that time, which was like 2010 was kind of Bishop Barron was sort of getting Mm -hmm. a lot of traction. So I would just like watch word on fire videos all the time. So I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, and it was great because God sort of supplied this thing and it's different right when you were watching word on fire clips Mm. or whatever it's not something you really can you can watch a lot of them but it's you have to process and digest what you're watching and it's
1: very like a natural brain limit yeah exactly
2: so that was sort of my that was my lenten practice and i would still watch a lot honestly like because i just this was the way that i sort of reset my brain and anxiety and lots of different kinds of things, which is not healthy, but like that's, you know, and so I still watched a lot, but, um, but it was, yeah, it was something that was definitely making me more free and something that was bringing me closer to the Lord and slowly sort of detaching me from this addiction that I had to like wanting to just have Mm -hmm. something on, on all the time or whatever. So (laughs) Yeah. So that was, and it was extreme. It was a beautiful Lent. Like it was, and I had mm. lived in a house full of Catholics at that time. And so I kind of told everybody my, which, you know, it's not something you have to do, but for me, I thought that would be helpful. So for I have accountability. To, yeah. Yeah. For, to have that accountability. And so mm. that was really helpful because people were like, Hey, mm. you know, what, uh, what you watching? And I'm like, Mission Baron. there. And <laughs> like, okay, good. They're like, yep,
0: <laughs> that's awesome. And I, yeah. I love that. Cause I, I think that the human element of that is really key, right? Because like YouTube videos, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all of these things are designed Mm -hmm. to be addictive, Totally, right? They're designed to play on our brain wiring and our, how we want to be attention to novelty, right? Mm -hmm. And flashy things and shiny and whatever. Um, but to say, okay, I, I know I still need to relax and I can't, I don't know what to substitute if I'm not watching something but to substitute for something that's not addictive in the same way Mm -hmm. like you said that there there becomes in this natural pace where you can only listen to so many talks before you actually would want to break and probably then other stuff wouldn't be as appealing at that point maybe
2: no Um, definitely
1: yeah
0: so just like knowing ourselves as humans too which is I think that's yeah that's really beautiful
1: yeah it's good Yeah. The thing, like, because we're talking about when we're talking about fasting, we're kind of we chose to talk a lot about self-discipline because that's like such an important part of fasting, mm-hmm. you know. And it is like that's exactly the muscle that I feel like for me is uh, is like helping. Like, it helps me to be able to use things as they ought to be used, right? It's like yeah. being able to be disciplined in how um, in how much I'm using things because even things that are that I find are are good like yeah like talks or if I'm I don't know doing some work on Instagram for podcasts or things like that like it's easy to for that to go into a thing where it's not being used to forward the mission of the podcast Mm -hmm. or to help me to learn something or whatever but Mm -hmm. it's actually then goes into the distraction territory right so it's like oh now my purpose has shifted so it's like doing Mm -hmm. and so to have that like self-discipline to be able to um to like Mm -hmm. step out of that and recognize my own motivations and a lot of things like yeah that's that's what I found um is like a helpful skill to kind of be to kind of be developing and I'm even thinking about like um things that have changed like I feel like I can spot ways that this has changed for me over time because before even some of the things that i found like enjoyable or that i could watch on netflix or things like that like i can use yeah. a very specific example which is the show you um mm-hmm. that i think a lot of people have which is like a super interesting show it's like um i mean the the premise of the guy who gets you know obsessed and it's like it kind of normalized but and at first i was like oh this is really interesting and entertaining but then there's like something that was not mm-hmm. sitting right in my heart and i'm like mm, but it's like normalizing things that I don't think should be normalized or and there's like I don't know aside from like sexual Mm -hmm. content and things like that which I always just fast forward through but um, but just the way things are presented where there's like a protagonist that is engaging in obviously terrible things morally Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there's a sense of you like rooting for this protagonist Mm -hmm. or you know so I'm like "Mm, that's like a Mm -hmm. look I'm like no I'm gonna choose not to watch that anymore because I don't actually think that it's leading me to like praise God and to mm-hmm. love him and to serve him. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Or like with music, like I'll do that sometimes, like a song that I used to really love. And then I'm like, actually, the things that they're saying, I'm like, mm, this is not it's like the Lord yeah. points those, He He tends to point those things out for me over time a little bit, like a little bit at a time, you know, where mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah getting to know more my own heart and what will actually lead me towards him and what right will not and what's kind of a mm-hmm. neutral zone
0: or you yeah. know yeah because sometimes it's not like super easy to discern that as well right. right yeah it's not always clear and um yeah I think my most I think stark example of this was um yeah like a few years ago and I was I was having some anxiousness that was leading me to like not eat enough like I really I felt like I couldn't eat and I was mm-hmm. like it was becoming something really unhealthy and when I was like losing weight and stuff and um and then Ash Wednesday hit and I I just decided like okay instead of doing the Ash Wednesday fast because I've kind of been doing a worse than not worse but like more than Ash Wednesday fast now for like a few weeks I'm gonna eat mm-hmm. three full big meals I'm gonna just mm-hmm. make myself eat three full big meals that day. And I, and I did that. Um, and it, it kind of helped to kick me out of that, um, Mm -hmm. that sort of pattern, which was helpful. I think there was also, and and I, I'm just going to say this, there was a little bit of, I think pride in that of like, Ooh, look at me. I'm like doing something different because this Mm -hmm. is what I need. And so I always, I'm like, I, I don't know if that was exactly the right thing to do. Yeah. But, you know but i but that's what i did and and it seemed to help yeah. um and then i was able to kind of get into a a regular eating pattern and, and had sort of a, i don't remember what i gave up or fasted from that lent but yeah. i think part of my lent was just saying okay i'm i'm going to be healthy in what i eat which means i'm gonna eat the amount of food that's healthy for a human being of my age and height and whatever you know yeah yeah um so yeah. yeah. So it's, 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 yeah. it's, and it wasn't, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't talk to my spiritual director. I don't think, I don't remember, yeah. or maybe I did anyways, yeah. it's a while ago, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's true though. that That's yeah. things like that can
1: like recognizing the limitations of the things that we do can actually be a very good and humbling thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. I, like I was thinking about fasting to, of doing like intermittent fasting for Lent, like just eating from 2 mm-hmm. to 8 PM every day. And then I, I realized like, well, I can't do that because, it, because if I don't eat, then I tend to get headaches. So mm-hmm. like migraines, so like bad, bad headaches. Right. Um, and, and so I can't do that. And that's actually kind of humbling, you know, yeah. so like mm-hmm. to yeah. not mm-hmm. be able to do that because of limitations, like that's also a a good, that's like kind a of good fast. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and yeah. it actually points us towards being able to yeah. use things rightly, because
0: mm-hmm, if right. I were
1: to do that and to not, you know, to only eat food in that way, then I actually wouldn't be using food rightly because Mm -hmm. I require more food to be able to, to, um, feed my body, to nourish my body, to treat my body in a way that Mm -hmm. God is actually asking me to. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And it gets tricky even in, I think my current, my current Lent part of it is, and this is something I was talking about with my spiritual director, like I can get Um, it can get very much in my head, especially since my work is intellectual and my PhD, all of this is a lot, it's a lot of thinking and I can sometimes get disconnected from knowing like, Mm. am I hungry? Am I, and that can be good, right? Like part of fasting is to say, Hey, I don't need to just give in to all the desires of my body all the Mm, time. Right. right? And so, so there can be something good, but I tend to live in that zone perhaps more than is healthy. Mm. So part of what she was saying was, okay, why don't you use this as an also, an exercise and can you actually really listen to your body and pay attention to what you need and then and do that while you're still trying to do this. So it's very my Lent this year is very murky, but it's I think it's one of the first times where I feel like for a longer period of time I'm really trying to lean into this idea of well what is what is God calling me to do? Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm kind of trying to do this vegan thing in terms of not I shouldn't call it vegan. That sounds like like it's anyways. Yeah. But that's 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 yeah, yeah. essentially what it adds up to um, um, you know, with, with my husband, with our church, but also being careful that I don't slide into something that is just like controlled. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah. it's yeah.
0: just tricky, you know, it's not straightforward for me this Lent. And, yeah. You know, I mean, that's yeah. okay. That's all right. You know, and I, yeah. I mean, I,
2: there's an interesting, so one of some, my prayer thing, which you talked about last week is like, I'm doing 15 minutes every day. And I have this, this Lent journal thing from Word on Bishop Aaron is coming right. up all over the place today. But right. from Word on Fire that someone gave me, which is like from 2020. And, and but it's like the cycle of readings come back. So I'm like doing it and it's it's been interesting. It's been, it's been good. Like it's not been super, you know, um mountaintoppy kind of experience, but it's been it's been good. And one of the the early reflections, I think it's like the Ash Wednesday reflection, maybe, was bishop aaron just saying like lent is about doing he's like just do it and so he's like hmm. he's like don't because i mean and and i'm I'm kind of trying to connect this with what we're saying here today because he was pro- kind of saying like don't over spiritualize yeah. lent in a way where you just like you're like well i'm just gonna think about all these things and blah 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 mm-hmm. and they're not actually gonna do anything he's like the biggest thing you could do in lent is just do lent he's like
1: you
0: mm-hmm. do some yeah
2: pray yeah. fast almsgiving like do mm-hmm. those things But I was thinking, you know, well, what we're talking about is that though, we're not saying like, it's not about getting in your head and just kind of ruminating and ruminating and ruminating. It's about like what you're saying, Nicole, like genuinely checking in with your Mm -hmm. body. That's a thing that you have to do. You know, Mm -hmm. it's about asking the Lord, like proactively, like, Lord, how do I, what Mm -hmm. do I do in this situation? It's about making decisions And Mm -hmm. it is tricky and it's murky because it's not like you've made a decision at the beginning of Lent that's like going to carry you Mm -hmm. through all the way through. You have to be making decisions every step of the way, Mm -hmm. Right, but you are making decisions. and I think there's something to what Bishop Aaron said that kind of hit me. And I was like, yeah, it is Mm -hmm. about, it's about walking with the Lord. It's not task doing. Mm -hmm. It's really Mm -hmm. like living doing, you know, you're not Mm -hmm. waiting. Um, I did, we did this, um, PhD, like training seminar thing of like how to write a dissertation recently and, um, or like, you know, things to think about, not how, but just things to think about. And one of our professors was saying like, he had a start date for writing where he's like, no matter whether I feel ready or not, I'm just going to start mm-hmm. on that day. Mm-hmm, which right. I thought it was such a helpful thing. Um, yeah. but I, this is kind of reminding me of that where it's like, you know, if you're sort of like, you don't have to have it all figured out. Right. You You don't have to know everything about how your life's going to go and how your fast is going to go. Just start, you
0: know, just Just start start doing something. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Yeah. And it brings it
1: into the intentionally, like, I mean, the so often, or I've found anyways, that it's like you can go through your life or your day or whatever, and life just happens to you in a Mm -hmm. sense, Mm -hmm. or like you just float Mm -hmm. or whatever. But that's, Mm -hmm. I think that's really part of the beauty of Lent is the intentionality of like, mm-hmm. no, I will be, yeah. I'm going to be mindful of what I mm-hmm. eat, of what I do, mm-hmm. of how I'm living, of how I'm seeking you, Lord, of how I'm praying. And that's good. Like it's yeah. good yeah. for us to be mindful of all of those things and aware, because yeah. then we're finding, it's like, we're also kind of, at the same time, seeking the Lord in those things. Like, if we're yeah. mindful of things and we're in that relationship with the yeah. Lord, then it's like, it becomes that kind of constant dialogue where I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, feeling this way or I'm feeling hungry. I'm going to choose to do this. Like, and then he can, it also gives him permission. Like, we're inviting him into those things for him to, to be like, oh, nope, nope, that's not yeah. the, you know, like, oh, this is actually, this is where I want you to go. This is what's good right. and helpful. This is, so good and helpful right? whatever. Yeah. Right. Totally. And
2: and then one more thing I was thinking from Nicole, what you were sharing is, okay, there are times when we, in our prayer lives, we can, we are really feeling that, you know, the Lord is speaking to us and it's clear and whatever. And Mm -hmm. there's other times where, you know, like the chocolate Lent where you're like, I don't know, and I'm just going to pick one thing. And Mm -hmm. then there are times where you're like, there's something going on and I can't really get at it. And that's when Mm -hmm. like, you know, spiritual direction, friends, the only people that you trust Mm -hmm it's helpful. It's really, truly helpful yeah. to like ask people to give you a sense to help you get a sense of like what it is that God is calling right. you to. Cause that's totally. the only thing. Like Lent doesn't have to be a solo act, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so. a good, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely been reaching out for some good, like Indian recipes lately. Oh, yeah, so I made yeah, some good, a like, lot of good cause there's a lot of good vegan ones. Mm-hmm. ones so I made yeah. some like Rajma, which is like, it's like beans it's like a curry but with chili powder so it's kind of like a chili it's really good and chana masala like um oh yeah yeah. chickpea curry so good so it's been been fun too
2: Alu gobi which is like you know a classic Mm. which is Mm -hmm. potato and and cauliflower and right spices Mm -hmm. and it's really good yeah yeah there's a lot that's actually a very good point there's if you're if you're going vegan this lent try indian food
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah it's good Mm -hmm. sweet (laughs) All righty. Okay. Well, thanks, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us in this Lenten journey, part four of six. Yes. Um, yeah. Right, I think.
1: Yes, you're yeah. correct.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you are correct. Yes. Um, we'll look forward to, to seeing like- you
1: next week with uh, mm-hmm. what are we doing next week? Almsgiving. 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 Oh. Yeah, exactly.
0: That'll nice. be good. It'll Almsgiving. be good. Almsgiving. Mm-hmm that's right. Alum?
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't you always? I just like
2: when I see almond and alms giving. I'm like alms giving.
0: All like really almond. Yeah, I really want to do that. Alms giving because oh, you can almost almond. gloss over it. Alms giving, <laughs> giving almonds. Yes.
1: Good.
0: Anyway, all right. Thanks, folks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks okay, for bye. listening. <laughs> we love you all. Okay. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>
2: Thank you for joining us for this episode of in the thicket if you like what you hear give us a rating and hit that subscribe button we have new episodes every monday with more stories and honest conversations about life when the going gets rough and the hope and humor amidst it all we'd love for you to join our community on instagram and facebook at in the thicket podcast while you're there let us know how we can pray for you god bless and see you next week